you shortly. All right on, right on. Got some old school Peter Gabriel here. Right on, right on. Enjoy it. Racers Alley, we'll be back to you shortly. Das Land, es blüht rot und weiß. Es nährt sich vom Blut, es lebt, es ist heiß. Der Rhythmus ist unter mir, der Rhythmus zieht mich mit. Der Rhythmus ist über mir, der Rhythmus hält mich fest. Der Rhythmus ist in mir.
Yar yar, welcome to Racer's Alley again. Hey, holy moly. So, uh, we're going to have a wait here this weekend, uh, <laughs> this week, and uh, we're going to talk about the uh, racing schedule and what's going on. Uh, first of all, I want to thank our sponsor here, Mutiny Radio, Heart of the Mission, and uh, Pam Tastic. She does a great job running the place, and uh, they had a great uh, month here with the comedy festivals. And uh, you can always be here on Friday for Pam Tastic's uh, Comedy Club Hour, uh, I believe it does. It runs from uh, 6 to 8 or something like that. I'll find out the exact time. So, uh, also, uh, I want to thank uh, Moto Tire Guy, Robbie. Uh, he's a good sponsor here. Helps us out in the city. If you ever need any, uh, you know, tires done with uh, while you wait, he's great at that. You show up within an hour, he'll get you in and out of there, which is, uh, you know, a pretty quick turnaround for an independent uh, uh, dealer, I guess. Anyhow, uh, Tokyo Moto, as well, is one of our sponsors here, and uh, I work there. They're great. Uh, we just moved over to 50 Daharo, and what that means is uh, now we have a nice new shop, Thousand More square feet yeah gotta actually walk around in there look at the bikes and all the good stuff there and if you ever need anything done service or uh tire related you can give us a call there as well so well we'll be back to you shortly and uh hope you're enjoying some of the peter gabriel we got going on and uh yeah we'll get back and uh let's start talking about some racing yeah
Mutter hat schon gesittet. Fühlen Sie noch mit der Mutter, die einsam genießt, was der Tag ihr bringt. Doch auch an andere Stunden denkt. Der Vater traurig, letzte Liebe, die Tasche mit dem Besen, leises Kicken, schmierige Witze. Welcome back to Racers Alley. So, Wade just walked in. We're going to plan the show, talk a little bit, and get the show on the road shortly. And, uh, you know, I want to say uh, thank you again to Meet Any Radio for having us here. You know, it's a big deal. And uh, we love being here, you know. Here at uh, Racers Alley, what we like to do is... Uh, Talk about all things racing, motorcycling, and the folks in the industry. You know, we'll have guests from all types of the industry, as uh, such as racers, tuners, riders, fabricators. You know, uh, anyone out there who uh, wants to discuss uh, what their program's about, and uh, AFMers and uh, local uh, businesses as well. So uh, shortly, we'll get our show on the road. Uh, usually, when I get here, I'm usually running around, so I'm trying to get everything ready because I just got a few minutes. So bear with us on the you know starting times and. We'll get back to you soon, all right? Take care. Alles reich, alle träumen und stoßen, oh ja. Yeah. 
Racers Alley, and uh, let's see here. Wade just got in, and yeah, we're just mentioning. Uh, boy, there's going to be a lot of racing going on at the start of the season, and uh, that means uh, all types of racing, all types of vehicles are out there, right? Hey, Wade, what's saying hi? Howdy, howdy, folks. 
Howdy, howdy. There howdy, howdy, Wade. No, I'm, no, I'm here. <laughs> there we go. Now the gas is on. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I just myself ran uh, AFM for the first time in like, geez, uh, I think last time I ran was in 2003. Let's say that's a long ago. As far as uh, a race course, uh, you know, uh, a track. And it was a great time. And uh, we'll talk more about that later. But uh, I just got to thank all those folks out there, the AFM and uh, uh, course workers and uh, everyone that makes those weekends run because, you know, if it weren't for those folks, you know, I mean, we wouldn't be racing, right, Wade? I mean, That's right. you got to have all those guys, uh, you know, enthusiastic enough to make our dreams and our and our, and our passions come true. And, you know, they, they if it weren't for those guys, we wouldn't even be out there. Yeah. You know? The it's TT like, needs like 250 of them. Holy moly. We, we only need 20 or 50 or whatever. But. Yeah, we'll have to find out exact, but yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, uh, and it's yeah, as well as the vendors, you know, I was just mentioning to Wade. Uh, so, you know, like right now, uh, we were just at Button Willow, and uh, that's down south here for uh, your listeners. Uh, it's uh, now we're down there's Bakersfield, uh, and as far as California goes, uh, down uh, towards LA way. If you're looking at San Francisco, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's in the valley, and it can be very hot. Uh, this weekend was actually very, very. Uh, it was perfect weather, like 70, 75 degrees, no wind. Uh, it was it was a wonderful day for racing. Actually, the whole weekend, and uh, you know, uh, let's talk about a couple of those guys that help us. Uh, Pirelli out there has a CT racing uh and they're good guys, good guys. yeah and uh dunlop racers edge performance and bridgestone superbike upgrades and michelin race race motorsports so you know uh without sticky rubber we're not going anywhere and uh, it's nice to have those guys actually show up at the track and you can buy whatever uh, tire they recommend or street tires i mean uh, yeah. you know uh, whatever you can afford and the best stuff yeah. out there really and S- similar thing we were just in australia and so we brought our tires from here and dude down there goes these tires are worth three to five seconds faster i don't care what you got our tires work better <laughs> down here and they totally did we, we both eric and wow. i dropped three seconds no kidding it's like a different New, compound different yeah. well the course as well i mean uh yeah, so they know their their course was there you know it's in their neighborhood so they know what works on it the best probably in make theory them. same as up here yeah, I mean, uh, probably uh, the division out there makes the tires to work best on their courses because all courses are different as far as the tarmac and such. Yeah, yeah. Philip uh, Island has especially. totally trick yeah. one-off pavement just for MotoGP. And so, yeah, it's a whole science to tires and tire heating and what it's going through, what you want out of it. Yeah, truly, I mean, uh, different than uh, Daytona 200 compared to the Isle of Man. I mean, they're, they're different races, different elements, uh, you know, and uh, some you want to last longer and some you really want to have sticky, sticky. Like, uh, you know, I imagine qualifying at the GP, they have them to last five laps and that's it, you know. Yeah. So they, they, they got a job, they got a purpose, you know. Yeah, and so, yeah, so anyhow, uh, yeah, so thanks thanks again for the tire guys being out there. It's, it's really nice to have them. Uh, you just go out there and bring them your rims. They, they uh, switch them out for free uh you know they they obviously they put the right balance on there and duct tape them and off you go uh, ready to race and of course always uh i always believe in if you have a sponsor put their stickers on your bike and thank them whenever you can you know that's that's important you know uh right now i'm actually running a michelin rs's that the uh, boys actually uh they uh 
sponsored me with a set a while back and uh, never really got around to using them because I had a little overheating issues over the past couple of times and uh, got to really run them this weekend. Actually finished a race. I'm an hour racer. Yay! And uh, <laughs> it took me a while, guys. And uh, so anyhow, the Michelin's RSs ran well and the way they put them out to me was uh, it's a sport tire for the street, but it's a more of a fast track day tire as well. You know, it's, it's not a race tire per se, but uh, you know, when I went out there uh, the few laps that I did or, or last year as well as uh, the day I did uh, sat this uh, last Saturday uh, I had nothing but good things to say about the tire they never let loose at once uh, you can see how uh, how well they actually wear there was no issues of uh, burning them up uh, they're, they're very predictable very confidence inspiring so I have to say those Michelin RSs are, for, are, are, are fine tires and uh, if you're gonna do track days something like that I definitely recommend them I mean uh, you know uh, my boys uh, who are in a higher echelon of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, how do you say, budgetary source? Uh, they run the Pirellis, but those guys are really twice as much, right? Wait, I mean, you like the Pirellis, they're but, they're, more, but they're, they're they're up there, you know. Uh, yeah, so I mean, all tires, uh, you know, have a different, uh, I guess, the characteristics. So whatever you like, uh, you know, stick with. Uh, I plan on going back to the uh, Dunlop slicks uh, after I run through these RSs myself, just for uh, you know, purely AFM racing, but. But uh, as far as the street, on my R1, I'm running the RSs, and I love them. And uh, going to get Wade a set here. Yeah, so check them out, and then you can come in and uh, give us a little bit of a quality, you know, uh, interview on that. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. So uh, let's see here. Uh, as far as AFM goes, uh, we just did Button Willow. So the next race is ever going to be a, another a, Button Willow. Uh, April 13th and 14th. Yeah, yeah, another Button Willow, which is yeah. really nice. So uh, yeah. a lot of the folks last time get to run it again, which uh, allows you to actually go home and think about it, you know. And uh, from there, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of thinking because, yeah. uh, you know, barely got out there. And uh, now, it's, uh, now it's in my head, and I'm already planning where to connect the dots. And such, which is really neat uh, to have the same track back to back, you know. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, uh, Wade, you'll be out there. Hopefully, uh, what, that, what, 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 that's what I'm hearing. Um, so I get my information from Eric. Um, I'm on email with my sponsor, um, Rich Daniels, whose sport is Sportcraft. Anyhow, he's got a, a few bikes. He built a Guzzi. Anyhow, for me to go to. Uh, the Isle of Man, actually, for the Manx. Nice. But uh, those bikes just got back. But Eric said the other day that he wanted to do the next AFM race. And supposedly he'll ride our 600 and I'll ride the 400. Oh, uh, so uh, you're going to ride the uh, VFR? Yeah. It, nice. It just got a bunch of horsepower in it. It hasn't been ridden or anything. What exact uh, year is that? Ooh, I almost forget. Nineties, uh, isn't it? 90, yeah, ninety-seven. Well a VFR four hundred, a very unique motorcycle, actually. Uh, more of a Japanese import here in the states. I mean, you really they're really all imports. Any... <laughs> yeah, that, right? they say that in the Isle of Man too. Oh, it's an import. They're all imported. <laughs> Nothing's come from here. But but everybody on the Isle, as far as four hundreds go, went for the VFR four hundred. I actually went for the uh, um, inline, the CBR 400RR. I remember that. Because one, I, th I thought I needed something that I could work on and I could play with and it wasn't so difficult or expensive. Yeah. Um, they all went with that one. I lost my deal on, my, on the CBR 400 and ended up having to sell it. They canceled the class, which is what caused uh, that. Okay. I ended up selling it to girlfriend and stuff and... Uh, 
kept it. She let me ride it a couple more times and eventually had to sell it. And damn it, it sold. Yeah, I, I believe uh, Sean at Tokyo Motor sold it. <laughs> yeah, it went, yeah, I think it went to uh, Portland or something. Oh, wow. And so, and then he played with it for a while. I thought, heard he was going to sell it again. But anyhow, I turned around and heard uh, Ed Hazar had two VFR 400s. So I said, "Will you sell me one?" So that's where I got my VFR 400. Nice. And so that's been set up and done up. Uh, can you take that over at uh, Australia as well, or is the Isle of Man supposedly? Uh, yeah, purpose? I think we're going to run it in the 500 class. Okay. Um, where yeah, there's well now there's a new 400 class that's coming back because they got 400s out there. The new oh, that's ones, the very KTMs popular. And, yeah. But other than that. Like, I tried to run it in Arma last year, and it's like, well, we'll let you, but there is no class for that bike. It's a gray uh, market bike. It's an import. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, when I was out there at the AFM, we were seeing a lot of... Uh Older bikes there from the boys who've been racing, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. You know, I was very surprised to see the names out there that uh, when I left, they were top racers. And I got back, and they're still top racers, you know. And yeah. just uh, got out of the wood, you know, everything out of mothballs and such. And uh, very interesting. Um, you mentioned uh, just getting back your uh, your big bike, uh, Inline 4 from Australia on a crate. And um, the AFM has like a super dinosaur class right now or something that they have all those old Inline 4 bikes. And those guys were passing me like i was you know sitting still which yeah, i was i was seeing yeah, that it's uh it's a really neat class you know and uh i'm thinking maybe you and uh eric should uh, take your yours out uh, which just got back from the aisle yeah i mean uh, australia and uh you know yeah. go out and have fun with those guys exactly you know? it's nice to see they got an old class now classic vintage whatever you call it because that those bikes kind of just dropped off the planet no you can't use them well, you know, they were trying to promote the new sport bikes and stuff. And, uh, you know, evolutionary-wise, they always go with the latest, greatest stuff. Like the yeah. TZ250, Sergio was out there, ha had a great weekend. And uh, I was pitted next to him, actually, Sergio Galvan. And uh, he's been on our show before. as He's a 250GP uh, uh, racer. He's, he's done it all. He's been racing He's about years. the only one left. There was a million of them. Yeah, now there's, now exactly. there's one. So it's like, uh, <laughs> oh, actually, I was, just, I, was with three, I was pitted with three of those guys, which is okay. nice. Okay, so you at least two more now and uh, you know it's, it's like an RS125 you didn't see any of those and we got we got one sitting in the back room at Tokyo Moto that uh, I'm going to have to roofie Sean and take one day and get that sucker running and uh, lose about 100 pounds yeah. too <laughs> you got to learn how to fold up and get really small exactly yeah. oh they're great you, you've ridden one right Wait. I rode a I forget it was a, I think it was a Honda but anyhow yeah I, I borrowed one at the aisle Wow. I got two laps. I did 102. Holy moly. That's faster yeah. than I've ever gone there, guys. And uh, wow. That's, that's it awesome. It was like riding a peanut. It was so small. It was um, um, what Martin was. was Martin Leutsch. Uh -huh. It was his spare bike. He had a new fancy one. And so was, I want you to do this, this, this. And it's like, well, that's pretty tricky. But anyhow, I got to ride it. It was so fast. I was so impressed for it being a 125. The thing was a little rocket, and I had the slow one. Wow. I, I can't imagine, you know, being as a mountain bike with a motor, right? And you just, does it, does the yeah. course feel just so much bigger with that? Or does it actually mean that you got to carry your speed and where you are, you yeah. know, no, no breaking, huh? It's almost like riding a bicycle. There is almost no power, but it goes, and you just got, yeah, you really small power band. You got to really keep it going. It did well over 100. I was totally impressed. But the weird thing was, 
I was also riding a ZX-7. Oh. <laughs> so I got off that thing and I stood up, man. I had to stretch and crack all my bones and get tall again. <laughs> and yeah. I, so I got off the peanut and I got onto a dinosaur. This thing is huge. Right. <laughs> and you have to readjust your braking and everything, and but also your perception of speed because yeah. obviously all of a sudden you're on a high horsepower motorcycle just blazing down a, you know, a Bray Hill, which is awesome. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, we'll get back to you shortly. Let's have another break and uh, good talking to you. And uh, let's see, we'll bring up a little bit more what's going on with the AFM. And then, of course, uh, I guess Daytona just happened as well. So yep. we'll talk about that for a second. Right? Cheers, guys. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Racers Alley. Uh, waiting here. Uh, uh, we're here just talking about uh, uh, good old racing as usual, and uh, you know what's coming up. Really, uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to have a definitely the AFA AMA is coming on. They just did Daytona, I believe. So sure did. Yeah, sure I did. Haven't watched any of that. I'll have to figure. I didn't out get there. to see it either. But supposedly they had the youngest person ever on pole, 16 years old on pole. Wow. Where were those sponsors when I was 16? <laughs> 16 That's year old. That's great. Good. You know, it'd be nice to get an American back out there showing the GP boys what's a, what we're about, you know. And uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, we were mentioning before, you know, nowadays at that age, I mean, you have a lot of, uh, if, if it's your dream, there are a lot of uh, areas now that can help you get there. Track days, I mean, the bikes are already there. And when I was just over at the uh, uh, at the races this weekend at uh, Buttonwillow with the uh, AFM, they had uh, I think it was a feel like a pro or one of those guys and um, they rent you a 400 turnkey you know you can go out there first uh, learn how to run the bike you could do a practice day or whatever but uh, in the end you know you can do a program where you ended up being there that weekend and racing those bikes and that's what's awesome you know I mean nowadays there's there's, there's a lot of areas that you could really uh, you know take advantage of and, and go faster and faster especially on tracks nowadays back in the old days we had to go in the back roads you know so it's, it's really cool to see that and it was really nice actually to see all all different types of uh, bikes out there but uh, like wade and i were mentioning earlier those 400 classes boy you know uh, i got passed by him and i uh, tried not try not to follow a 400 or a 600 because uh, it's like following yeah. a 125 you know <laughs> i made that mistake once. they're, they're yeah. half the size and they don't have to slow down when they come to a corner they go here's the corner Poof. Yeah. And they're gone. You go, what? Oh, I still got a break. I still got a, uh, what do you mean? This thing doesn't want to turn. Or you try and go and then figure out you're moving around a little and just try and get out of it. You know, it's like, yeah, pretty, pretty cool bikes, you know. And, uh, yeah, we are also mentioning, you know, um, uh, the rent the transponders out there, you know, it's a, it's a pretty price. And, uh, you know, it's, it's. I was wondering, you know, last last time you used to be able to buy them and you keep them and you just run them every year. But uh, these new guys, I got to get their name again. And uh, my they, laps. my laps, my uh, laps, my laps, and uh, they really did. A, it's very interesting data acquisition nowadays. You can have that just by running it. And, and the amount of information that I saw was really neat. You know, I mean, uh, little uh, little uh, uh, graphs and such, and uh, how how your uh, speed was going throughout the day, which is uh, really cool. So that was nice to have out there as well. And uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, talking about the big bikes, uh, we're good, we're going to get those back. Uh, we just got back from Australia. What's what's happening in creating things? What's what's the new, yeah, new plan? They just got to get them back. Supposedly, we're going to run Willow Springs with it, which is like three Ooh. or four weeks. No kidding. Um, it's almost the same as Phillip Island, but it's rough and it's the other way. No, I, I love Willow. It's it's it's, it's truly actually my favorite course, uh, my favorite track here in the states. Though I just fell in love with Button Willow as well. So you never know. Yeah. Um, you never know. Yeah. You've got to go see some more. Miller's really good, and, <laughs> exactly. and, and there's many of them out there. And it was neat. Uh, so, anyhow, Willow Springs is wonderful. So, you're going to do that for Arma? Yeah, Arma. Um, I, I'm supposed to ride the, the Guzzi. I'm not sure if Eric, I guess he's still going to ride the KZ. They're putting together a, a GSXR, but it's not going to be ready. Ah, okay. So he'll ride the, the KZ. I'll ride the Guzzi. And supposedly a sidecar. Really? 
They're going to have the SRA out there as well. Yes. The Arma totally accepts sidecars. We have our own class or classes. They love us. We love them. Oh, that's great. And, wow. And we've been riding with them for a bunch of years, uh, close to 10 now. Awesome. You know, that's great because, I mean, they really, there really is no avenue out there now to, to, to race those. I mean, a lot of clubs really just don't do that. Yeah. Know, somebody in the AFM busy. still doesn't like sidecars. They, well, they, do, they do funny stuff or whatever it is. Anyhow, wow. um, uh, they're not big enough to actually rent a track on them by themselves. So we go out and hitchhike with Arma and whoever. Someone helps you out. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have a part of the day. So we're, we're totally part of the Arma program. You go any of their tracks, we're totally accepted. Get in, get out there and have a good time. So we're hoping to do some culture racing. Hoping to do uh, Willow Springs, Miller, and make it to Barber this year. Awesome. Uh, how many how many sidecars are out there? Uh, on the West Coast... 10 or 12 east coast i'm not totally sure barbara's a, um, right in the middle and so far there's only been four cars from the west coast that could make it wow. usually it's two at a time um that leaves the rest of the team or that's the whole club high and dry that's a long way away yeah and i'm sure it's a, you know like any race and it could cost a cost a bit get it's out still, there it's back, still you cost know. you uh, yeah. yeah quite a bit so yeah. basically everybody's a privateer except big dog racing sorry <laughs> big dog racing is not a privateer they got the cash yeah. behind them yeah they're really good um they built their own car and everything it's a really good team they're a lot of fun big dog racing total friend of ours we're big cat racing <laughs> and, and so, you know, anyhow, those guys get along really good. So, but, uh, what's what what rig are you running? I'm running my um, I call it Cal Guard Special, which has won a championship a few times. They won it when they built it back in like '81. I won it in '01, and it's always been a contender. I won Phillip Island with it twice. I won Pikes Peak with it, and then it got crashed at Pikes Peak. I've been working on it ever since. It's all but done ready and you know maybe 98 percent you know oh since the crash so uh you didn't change any motors or anything it's more of chassis development yeah i've been doing all chassis development so i've been running this this motor for at least 10 years wow and what motor is that uh 06 gsxr 1000 most everybody's got one 06 gsxr 1000 okay yeah, yeah solid motor now, yeah but- yeah now they're getting old big dog racing has a r1 like an 05 or was it no it's a 14 I don't, he's got a new r1 it sounds like a chevy going by you Unbelievable. oh cross plane or yeah. wow yeah it's got the everything he's got brakes that are like three feet wide i thought i had big brakes those are twice the size of mine and this <laughs> and I, I love beating him yeah awesome <laughs> yeah it's nice uh so uh, when you get out there you have any uh as far as uh particular ways you start i think at one point you said uh sometimes you'd shift the rotation and, and uh, have uh the and inver- yeah inverted grid is what we call that um, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. You're supposed to be nice. You're supposed to, supposed to, supposed to be nice. But uh, a couple incidences kind of happened, and they don't do that that often. Um, those who are in the back that are supposed to not run over the people in the front okay. All right. are not supposed to run over them people. <laughs> And so, anyhow, it got tight a couple times and stuff. Got a little competitive. Uh, yeah, somehow, I'm going to say Rick crashed and did the orca, the whale, on oh, the no. starting line. And, and, and everybody's got a 
reason or excuse or whatever. But anyhow, so... You mean it, yeah, you not, just want to get by the starting flag. Not right? everybody votes for that, but you're not going to win the race on the first lap, which is really hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really hard to believe. <laughs> no, it's all about the start. Uh, you want to get a good start, but you got to like get to the last lap before you can so anyhow things do get tight because everybody gets excited and yeah it's a, any um, type of racing i'm sure you know so I'm, I'm you know not trying not to point any fingers or anything but i was there in a bunch of those things and um yeah it's easy to get excited and if you got a new passenger or something uh same as afm i'm going into the bus stop i got i totally got fucking taken out yeah, again, uh, you know, by the was, guy behind me. Uh, uh, I so. was erring on the side of caution, you know, being about there for the first time myself. And I felt ridiculously stupid. But, you know, more than one person crashed in the turn and I was being stupid at, you know, it's just like yeah. you're going in deep, going off the course. On that and, one there. So you know, in the AFM, there's a lot of places where people fall down and stuff. But there's a lot of places where people take other people out. Yeah, so I was just trying going to stay into out these of that tight melee. corners or this that so, and then so I was at the writers' meeting one time, and Barbara goes, "Want, want, want." You know, this is the most crash fest class we have right here. I think it was a six hundred <laughs> super sport. Where it's like, what the fuck am I doing in this class? Get me out of this class. You got to learn what class to run, what not to run, how not to get in trouble. Yeah, I'm 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 doing my research. Like I said, I was probably the uh, if not the slowest, the second slowest guy out there because I said call reading everything there was one guy behind me on a 1000 so that made me feel a little better but uh, yeah, either way we'll, we'll be plugging on our times you know i had a everyone has an excuse but i was just trying to trying yeah, to bring it home in one piece and not uh, not overheat anything uh, do anything weird yeah, so uh, don't overwork the bike learn it get used to it and 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 feeling just don't be excited and i just gotta win i gotta win I, exactly I, I sergio I was there uh same work as last your way year. into it and sergio you know he said alex you know you haven't been out in 10 years at least blah 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 and uh you know you're not out here to win you're not going to be that fast guy you were right now you know you go out there and just ride in circles don't think about going fast just think about getting used to your body running it again think about you know getting desensitized so to your speak. comfort and, zone yeah where, exactly where I mean, are like, you comfortable comfortable at when yeah. you start scaring yourself you, you got to start thinking about it yeah exactly because it's going to throw uh, you on the ground well the deal is yeah exactly don't go in over your head i mean that's us being experienced though i mean i was young once and you know thought i was coming once and stuff and uh, i paid my dues but uh, this this first time out i i did feel ridiculously slow but we over <laughs> we overcame uh you know some overheating yeah. issues and we finished that was the main thing there was a point that was like we're gonna go home or we're gonna stay and uh we we figured mm. we sorted the bike out and we stayed and you know it was a uh, it was nice to be able to finish it was great you know uh, i'm officially a novice racer which is great because i haven't yay. had a race license and yay uh, in a million years <laughs> so yeah you know plan's gonna be out there get out there every race make friends uh I'll, we'll, we're gonna make a uh, wait now we're gonna make some flyers here uh for racers alley and our, our plan is to have a bunch of sponsors in the back i've talked to about a dozen yeah. of them so far uh, uh folks have been on the show as well as uh you know uh other uh, other folks that uh, sponsored us from out uh anyhow um, what's going to be nice about that is i'll be able to give them to you uh, out there for all you racers uh when i when I, wade and i whenever you're out we go on the out, road yeah uh, we'll just give uh, give you cards and you can always uh, call in or come in i mean this show's about uh talking about anything about racing and uh, you know we support all types of racing so you could come in here uh and uh talk about your career and uh, pitch your sponsors and you know we have enough room here actually for a few people to sit out front if you want a q and a you know so you can always come by here or contact us, you know, uh, for 
find us on Facebook under Racers Alley. And uh, I guess i got to figure out a website or something so you can contact us that way. But uh, our number here at the studio is 415-550-0511. So you can always call in as well. And uh, if I could figure out how to use this phone, we can answer and, uh, you know, have a chat. And uh, Yeah, i got to write that, that phone number down. So I'll, I'll get that for you. I, I put that there already uh, so we can get our New Zealand. Where, where is he from? He's, 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 he's Irish. So I am trying to get this guy, Drewer. I think that's how you say his name. Anyhow, he's totally Irish. He's got the biggest accent known to man. But he's been here for 100 years, whatever. Quite a while, so... He speaks really good English and everything. He's a little nervous about talking, but we think it's so funny. His accent is so thick, and he's such an, a real, real old racer and stuff. And so he had just stories and stuff. Remember when we did the Northwest 200, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, those guys are all professional drinkers. I mean, professional drinkers. So, you know, I did what I could to have a, a clear beer and maybe a rum and coke. Because yeah, they were all, <laughs> when we're we're everybody's lined up at the at the starting line and half the guys are missing. They're all over in the bushes puking. It's like <laughs> what? Whoa, unbelievable! And he just he says all the stuff is totally true and and with his biggest Irish accent, just hilarious. Yeah, I remember, you know, when we were at the aisle, you know, it's a you know, lot of different accents. It's really neat. And there's a, a great stories as well. And, you know, certain folks from different areas of the world tells, tell stories differently. So it's, that's always neat as well. Yeah. You know, different uh, slang and such. And uh, it's a yeah. hoot. So hopefully uh, hopefully uh, we can get him on, uh, get him to call in. Yeah, you know, that's, a, that's really neat. You know? any, anybody, anybody close, anybody, anybody, but anybody that's far, far away. So he's in Florida right now. Um, Ned Stibling did call from was it South Carolina? Yeah, that was yeah. We had to figure it out back then. And but, so so we're, we're getting really close. <laughs> he didn't get on the air, but but. Uh, was, we well, did we did pick up the telephone and talk to him. <laughs> at one point, we'll get it down. You know, I mean, we're we're actually burning, burning albums right now. I mean, uh, you know, listened to Peter Gabriel earlier in German and in Dutch. I mean, uh, and then uh, we'll get the fix on here soon, and uh, we'll be back to you shortly. All right. So uh, hopefully, you enjoy some. Uh, 80s, I guess you would call New Wave, and uh, oh, that's in the 80s, right? How there can you are. tell? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>
sidetracking. Yeah, there you are. Welcome back. And uh, oh, holy moly, just had a nice little break. And got to say, uh, all the racing's coming up. Uh, there's uh, other people out there that really help out, you know. And uh, those are the guys who uh, have the shops. You know, Tokyo Moto out there will help you out if you ever need any uh, tires, any parts, anything like that. Especially, you know... Uh, they do a they do a good job and uh, you know get your stuff usually back between uh, nine and five and uh, CC Rider Tow. If you ever need anything uh, you know towed here in the city, those are the guys to go to. Uh, Chris is great and uh, he uh, takes care of a lot of our riders, uh, distressed riders out there. He's an awesome guy and he always shows up and uh, takes care of all of us. And uh, he's one of us, so he really understands what happens no matter what type of situation you're in. He, he's able to explain and talk you down. I mean, a lot of times when you need a tow, you're usually in a point of distress he's a really cool guy and uh yeah uh, bikers you know uh, when, we, when something happens we need someone else to help us out he's a really really cool guy and uh rich gibbon out there he's over at the east bay uh cycle tow and uh he'll be on our show actually i just saw Good. him uh, a couple of days ago Wade, and he's uh, he's excited to be out here and uh, he just opened up his own shop as well that uh, deals with the uh, crash damage and uh and uh, i believe he has a hayabusa speciality as well yeah he's done that and the land speed so he has a, a very particular uh refined business and he owns cycle toe and he's a, he's a legend uh, and, uh like wade's a legend here in san francisco uh he's a legend out there in the uh the uh the hills or the east bay you know he's, yeah. he's, he's i've uh, uh, yeah. been wanting to try one of them yeah so yeah we'll have him here in the next week or so for sure you know uh, he, he really wants to come out and talk about his new uh his new business and uh, what he can provide for you provide anyhow uh of course you know if it weren't for the off time and having a good time uh, benders always takes care of me you know uh, they've done a several yep. of our subculture events and Go uh, we're always there and uh, you know everyone out there you know uh, Johnny and uh, actually uh, my pit crew this weekend Chad Chad uh, Chadwick uh, he was there and uh, without him you know it would have been a little bit rougher uh, I hate to say it I'm getting a little older and uh, you know loading and loading a bike isn't as easy as it was be especially if your back hurts a little yeah. there you hard, are. hard to do everything yourself yeah, and, uh, you know, also if there's no one there, you know, did it, it happen? And it's nice to have moral support, and especially at a time where you, you need to get th things done quickly. Uh, you know, uh, that being said, things to, you know, everyone out there should be thanking their pit crews, because without them, yep. man, you know, it's all, yep. sometimes it's a thankless job, you yep. know. Nice to uh, have friends, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, uh, he's actually, uh, we were mentioning, you know, last time uh, we were properly uh, at a course would be the, uh, I think, of the 90s endurance wade when we were out there doing the endurance races remember that we had the benders yep. pit crew and the zeitgeist yep. uh, had a whole lot of us uh, locals out there they were all our pit crew and it was a really fun time uh, both years we had a we had a nice clan out there you know and that was the last time he was out of track so it was a, he, he had a great time actually and uh, it was even better that we were able to come home a victorious meaning that i actually raced a race you know it always sucks when you go to a track you spend uh, you know anywhere you could easily spend six hundred dollars to to have an evening uh, a weekend run or you know and uh if you even don't make it that one day that money's still spent you know so it's nice to actually finish and uh it's even better morale morale wise i mean uh, now i'm a racer again can i say that so many times yeah. but uh yeah so that being said you know uh thank your pit crews out there and uh and uh from then on uh you know I'm a nice beer afterwards. Uh, you can also go to Molotov's, who's our great sponsor. And uh, Martin's out there. Martin actually likes to have a, I guess you could call a, a kind of a... a 
custom Harleys, but uh, hand-done, uh, really, really nice bikes. And uh, he's uh, helped us out more than once as far as subculture racing. So uh, thanks, Molotovs, as well. There and uh, Stephanie and I have, uh, boy, we've done like uh, six, five, five, six uh, clothing drives now. And uh, that's really great. Uh, Stephanie is, uh, you know, really great when it comes time to actually uh, helping people out in need. Uh, she'll she'll uh, open up the bar for her uh, shift and uh, we can have a bunch of clothing donations, which actually we're going to be doing soon as well because uh, there's been a bunch of floods and such. So uh, now that I'm uh, kind of settled and uh, starting to race again, I can actually put also my mind towards doing that. So I think uh, you'll hear about a clothing drive here shortly within the next month because a lot of people got flooded out uh, in a lot of areas. So I want to make sure a few bars can actually uh, help those folks in need. And so uh, I'm going to get that together within the next week or so and uh, give you a, give you a heads up on that. Right. All right. Yeah. Right on. You always <laughs> help whoever you can. Exactly. You know, I mean, it comes around, it goes, it goes around. I mean, it's just about being, being good to people right now. And this world right now has a lot of not that going, a lot of bad vibes. So that's why we're racing because we just want to feel good. Right. Right. It's yeah. like all those it's, people out there. It was great. You know, it was like going through the pits. It was nice seeing all these faces and uh, especially the younger faces. Holy moly. A lot more ladies out there, but even more so a lot of little kids, I mean, 14 year olds out there on those 400s or 250s. And it's great, you know, because nice. uh, now racing is a we actually sat, saw a table, which was like three. I think it was mom, daughter and son, but they were all in leathers. You know, nice. so that was really, really the cool. family yeah, racing stays racing. together. Someone, yeah, exactly. Family that races stay together. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. You know, it's that's uh, great. Yeah, the AFM brings out a really good class of people, and like I mentioned, you know, the turn workers were out there, and they, they were great. Holy moly, there was a there was a couple of get offs, and there as, as usual, it's just a, a professional setup. And uh, I even saw Barbara for a second, and she smiled at me. Obviously, she didn't recognize me; otherwise, be yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. What are you doing? But it was really, really cool. It was a great time, and, uh, you know, uh, I really enjoyed that. So, uh, anyhow, uh, hold on for a second. That phone buzzer's ringing. So, oh. Wade, let's oh. see. Uh, Pick it up. We got a phone call. A live phone call. <laughs> Answer. There's somebody on the other side. What's he going to say? Dot, dot, dot. He's finding stuff out. Push the button. Push the button. Well, what are you doing? Uh, we don't know who it is. They're telling secrets over there. Push the button. Okay, I'm good. Thank you. What kind of motorcycles you got? Oh, crazy caller. Anyways, uh, yeah, who are we speaking to? We don't know who we were talking. You were telling secrets to somebody on the telephone. Well, I couldn't hear her. She was kind of it was you gotta, slurring, spitting you or something. So, Drag yeah. it out of her. What kind of bikes has she got? Uh, I'm going to let you answer the phone <laughs> next time, and then I'll stay on the air. That's that's a good thing. Because, you know, last the last caller we had earlier was a kid. I mean, literally today. We had two calls today, and I let them out of my hand. So Wade's going to get the next one. Because first guy says, where are you at? And it's like, uh, 21st Florida. I can't find that. And I was like, okay, are you? are gave the address it's like so you doing comedy tonight we go no we have our show races alley blah 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 kind of private show whatever and after i hung up wade goes you should ask him for a joke we you could have used a couple good jokes yeah he came in we could have put him on the air so this uh, is the alley yeah so exactly so the next call exactly i should have done that with whoever was calling that i couldn't you, you understand. gotta get something out of him yeah exactly so four one five 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 oh oh five one and the person i just hung up i'm sorry i couldn't understand you and uh we'll let wade answer next time and maybe 
maybe you are. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, it's always a fun time here. It's a reverse sales yeah. pitch. Exactly. It really is. Well, it's nice, actually, if they have something fun to say on the air. That's all we're time. looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, anyways, uh, also, you know, I want to thank uh, MotoHub SF Dimitri, uh, Dima, Dimitri. He actually, he's home right now, a little bit sick. So, uh, get well, buddy. I'm sorry you're uh, under the weather. And, uh, you know, get back to wrenching soon. Uh, MotoHub's actually really good. If any of you need uh, MotoHubSF.com, if any of you need any uh, personalized motorcycle work where, uh, you know, he can come out to your place, assess it. He can either do it there or you can bring it to his place. So it's it's a nice, like I said, personalized situation, uh, one-on-one. And uh, he can take care of motor your, most of your uh, motorcycle needs. And uh, talking about that, I was hoping to see Evan tonight, but he must have uh, got sidetracked, which is always good because that means he's working and helping someone out. He, uh, he owns Monkey Moto School. And again, uh, he's great. When you need to learn how to ride a motorcycle, uh, if you need to be have personalized attention, he sits there, he talks to you. What do you want to do? What do you want to get out of it? He takes you out there on a motorcycle. He supplies and you go out there and uh, learn how to ride in certain selected areas. And then from there, you know, depending on how you feel, he'll take you out, you know, on a personalized ride. And, uh, you know, that's very important because you can go to MSF and stuff and they'll teach you the dynamics and the, uh, the, the rules. But when it comes to actually riding, you know, that's a different thing. And uh, MSF course, I mean, you're out there with a bunch of guys that's a great course but again you're not going to have a quite the personalized uh, uh attention that you might need your motorcycling is like a very uh intimate thing and uh if you, if you don't feel good about it even if you were with a, with a bunch of schools and stuff it's nice to have one person there solely to pay attention to you and listen to what you want uh what you, what, what your wants are and he'll be able to cater the uh, classes towards you so yeah talk to evan at uh, monkey moto school he's he's a great way to go right on right on so anyhow uh, again we're here at beauty radio this is racers alley and we're just uh, chilling in Ellen, right <laughs> yeah so uh, i guess uh, right now wade uh, boy uh it's, it's it's all type of racing season we mentioned the uh, arma and the sra of course the amoe boys are, are are out there and uh we just uh, started the afm and uh boy i guess uh we're gonna be doing some myelin right yeah miles coming up so low dice running lot of dirt tracks running uh speedways running everybody's all, all the doors are opening up everybody's starting to play but yeah, yeah so great the, weather the mile is coming to sacramento i think on the 18th and then um that's the pro mile and then on sunday they have the amateur mile so i like that one because that's where i get to play and what are you going to uh, be racing i'm going to be riding hopefully my my dtr one again and hopefully the SV1000 in the Twins class. Because it's a stockish oh, right. motorcycle, I can run it in the Twins class. Um, and they were going to erase the word vintage. Said, <laughs> oh, that's to keep the AMA guys out of, the, out of the class. But you can bring that thing and see how you do. Um, so I was going to try those two classes and... Um, anyhow, there's the, the event is really good. It's the only... Sac- the only um amateur mile on the planet that i know of which is right behind the pro mile if you're really good you get to watch pro mile then the next day go out and play with your bike and see how you do so um is your race on a saturday or sunday the pros are on saturday Uh and then the amateurs are on sunday 
And you know, I, there, there's a word on the street was I, I believe the Nitro Circus is going to be in Sacramento on that Saturday night. And I, I'm, I'm looking into that because wouldn't that be a nice thing to go see all them crazy boys jumping? Yeah. yeah. yeah so That might be a, a pre-runner for the mile or they might be on their own. Too. No, I think it's a different event. So, I'll have to look into that. So someone mentioned that. It would be neat if that yeah. happened to go, go see that. And yeah, yeah, a bunch of those boys. Exactly. There's another whole venue. There's so many venues opening up right now. You can go do this. You can go do that. You know, and that's that's actually just stuff on with two wheels. Yeah. There's many other sports that we're not even talking about yet, but um, just uh, motorcycles, two wheels alone. There's so many venues to go see. The world is opening up right now. The sun is coming out, staying out, and support the races and go go out and see some. You know, yeah, that's uh, that is very true. There are there are a bunch of different ways to see it. I mean, you know, Supercross boys. Yeah, uh, everybody's out there to have fun and and try to grow, go fast, and do everything, win trophies. But it's it's really fun based. You're yeah. enjoying what you're doing. You're having fun at it and getting you know. out you know not sitting there watching a video game playing you know yeah exactly i mean uh even uh any type of nascar road racing uh that's always great you know we have a bunch of tracks out here and i was noticing that when i was at button willow how many clubs go there it's not only motorcycling yeah. you look at the in the cafeteria they got all types of cars they got super motor yeah. i mean it's just like racing galore and uh well we were actually there uh, uh during the saturday uh, i left by sunday unfortunately um they were having uh, cart races they have a cart track that this, you know, down the down the down the street. Nice. And, yeah, and I noticed this kid coming. Everybody in like wants to race a go kart. Yeah, really neat. Everybody, things, you know, and they're so fast. The they, fast ones are just forces. amazingly so fast. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so uh, I even saw this kid when I was getting ordering uh, ordering my lunch and uh, big old line and uh, kid is sitting there in his little uh, racing outfit, looking like NASCAR guy. But uh, he had uh, he was doing carts, you know, and I was like fourteen or something, you know, young young kid, you know. So that was neat. He was getting lunch, and he's out there racing where we are and doing yeah. it in his cart. You, you know, go, you go, cart. To, you go to L.A. and there's I must say a million little kids that are doing it. Mom and dad or got him in a little go kart, whatever. That's another whole complete sport all again, and 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 they like little people. Yeah, well, you know, they like everybody. They don't care. Yeah, it's wonderful. Actually, Everybody to, can do it. It's nice to see all that. You know, it's pretty pretty cool actually. And uh, yeah, so I'm sitting there standing in line, and uh, I'm sitting behind uh, of all people, uh, Mr. St- uh, Dave, I guess it's Dave Stanton. You know, he's he's an old oh. name. Yeah, oh. I never met him myself, uh, but yeah. uh, I'm looking at him, and it's like Stan, man. You know, talking about names. You know, I, I left a while back, so you know, uh, it's nice to see him still out there. And you know, he was always a fast guy, and guess what? He's still a fast guy. And I'm Look at him, but it's just like his leathers and stuff, and it's like his obviously Helimont, but it's just like some of my older leather look, leathers look. I mean, they they've been around the block, right? But you're proud to wear those leathers, you know. And it's, it, it was really cool, actually. Just it's like, man, those things you could okay, upper right shoulder, okay, over here, okay. Yeah. Yep, they, they, they've they've yeah. seen a tumble or two, you know. And but uh, you know, you still wear them after all these years. And yeah, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. But it was it was pretty cool actually because uh, he's a local AFM legend, and uh, it was just kind of neat. I didn't say hi or nothing. Because you know we're all racers, but uh, it's just admiring how the leathers were yeah. all just uh, they yeah. showed. That's you know, <laughs> that, that's funny. That, that reminds me of uh, 
a little story here. I, w- I was out. Uh, German Hans from Stockton invited me to go out there and let's go to the drag races. <laughs> really, drag races? Yeah, let's go to the drag races and race sidecars. Ooh. So he built a 600 for, for Pikes Peak <laughs> and he built a Hayabusa. The 600 actually won its class and stuff, and the Hayabusa uh, uh, had too much of everything and didn't really work. Um, but it was funny. <laughs> Anyhow, we took these two things to the drag races over in Stockton. He he rode one, and I rode the other, and then we switched, and we did it again. And it was hilarious. You pull up to the line, and you never have to put your foot down. You pull up, and you go one, two, three, and you dump the clutch. And <laughs> and you hope this thing doesn't do anything funny, especially when I shut off. But it was it was such a great experience and stuff. And I, I, I wore some of my, my older leathers. Oh, these will do good and everything. And they don't really have a lot of crashes on and stuff, but they're old. And they've been around the horn and stuff. And, and everybody else is pretty much Harley dudes of this and that because it's a drag racing thing and... I'm totally in the wrong pond, being a being road racer and stuff. But anyhow, I got those leathers on, and yeah, uh, I've always wanted to try dragon. Yeah. So how did how, did, how was it? <laughs> so uh, we, anyhow, we we had a dynamite time. Made a bunch of friends and made a pr- friends with the pros and everything. And uh, yeah, I'll look at that. Going, yeah, huh, you was, machine. Yeah, there was totally some comments on man. No, the leathers have been around. You know, and, and I had an Isle of Man hat on. They go, what, what about that? What about your hat and Isle of Man? Oh, that's uh, yeah. I was just there last week. What could I say? And it's like, oh, did I did I say the wrong thing? Anyway, yeah, I had just I was there just like last week. So that's awesome. Yeah, my, my leathers were tattered and blown, and and it was hilarious because <laughs> I think I had to retire the leathers after that race, kind of sort of, because my leg my leg got just. The leathers on my leg just blew out from being old, and oh, gotcha! Yeah, like, there's. I have a set like that. Um, yeah, they've been around a while. I just threw away a couple of boots and gloves because they were in the closet and they got moldy. And yeah. apparently, if they're dirty or something, they attract. So that sucks. But I have my old leathers, and yeah. I know it's going through your garage. You know, yeah, you got a bunch of hanging around. You know, yeah, they the like years. to be lubed. Yeah, they really, you so, know, to really properly take care of them, yeah, which I have so, done. Really. I've already lubed my new jack. I, I got oh. There's too almost too many to not that i have a million of them but too many leathers to to lube them all up it's like lube day yeah it's like uh exactly i got four sets that really need to be taken care of well the the first set forget about it but um because they really are blowing out but um yeah exactly uh take care of your gear folks uh that's one thing to be said about something and i gotta figure out uh, i guess uh get the proper yeah there is there's no training on that i'll read the manual who's gonna read the manual you gotta go talk to vanson or johnson or one of them boys and uh yeah figure out what to put on there and uh yeah talking about that you know uh, my alpine stars have done great and it's 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 really cool you know nowadays looking at the uh the track walking around i mean they got they got new stuff out there way they got like co2 enabled stuff and uh yeah uh dip, dip, minor kind of uh, old generation it's interesting to see what the new kids are wearing nowadays and all yeah armored yeah. up and it's pretty cool actually yeah. you know it's uh helmets are helmets you know uh, i could definitely use a nice top of the line awry anyone out there listening yeah, uh, yeah. Anyone? Anyone? they have new <laughs> um island man awry helmets out or and there was a bell one too that i saw and there was uh, i want them after a purple one i wanted to say 
But I got a black bike all of a sudden, and so the black and gold one looks really nice. Well, that one was a 2010 that we think you were looking at. It was on, yeah, well, yeah. It suddenly the, it ma- it matched my bike. Oh yeah, it was a beautiful one. That was a 2010 version. I could have just got a really nice deal from the folks for myself, but um, yeah, we're still looking at the. Upper, they're yeah. expensive helmets. They, put it that way. Nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars. Ten percent off. But they basically have not made it to the far side of the planet. We're sitting on the edge. There's a cliff over here. Hawaii is like. Oh, the you only can buy them. Oh, yeah. you can buy them. Uh, but, uh, for I, I where? It, when? Here's the deal. <laughs> I think if you race the aisle, you should get fifty percent off on the helmet. If you you know if you have if you have a TT metal, you should get the helmet for fifty percent off. But there you go. Yeah, they're eleven hundred dollar helmets, babe. Oh, <laughs> I got, yeah! I got a maybe a now deal really at nine fifty. If that was no wonder lucky. I don't have one. Yeah, that's the deal. It's like I could not justify getting it. It was like that or racing. Uh, hmm, which way are we gonna go? So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, same thing. Same, basically, same thing is. We're at the far side of the planet, right before the edge. It does drop off right over there, and and the poor kids still can't afford the killer eye helmet that says I've been at the Isle of Man. Yeah, well, especially if there. Yeah, we're, we're still well, working. You know what? On. We have nothing to bitch at. We have medals, we're, so we're not bitching. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still rolling. One day, I'll I'll if I have to do it myself. That's usually what happens. If I do it myself, I'll get it. Oh yeah, so well, that's the way I'll have a purple one. Yeah, you know nobody paints their helmets anymore. They're all pre-done. Well, I remember back in the old days in Dublin, there was a a guy named Serrano, and apparently he was the guy over in the in 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 that uh, that area. He he painted beautiful stuff. Yeah, back in those days, everyone made their own beautiful helmets. There wasn't. You can every now and then get a replica, but uh, yeah, the proper racers all had custom painted shit. You know. So so my my first year at the aisle, anyhow. So the the painter dude in the neighborhood neighborhood at the time was mike silva Ooh, he's not doing it anymore yeah but, that's but, a name mm-hmm. mike silva painted both of my first two bikes that i took the aisle and he okay. painted my very first helmet and it was there's nothing like it. it's great it's exactly got, it's a piece of art it totally yeah. is like i i actually have it covered everything he he had he painted nice. it and then he ran around town and he had everybody sign it no, before he, you left. Yeah, but he, That's he so didn't, cool. He didn't clear coat it, so we lost like half of them. But he's oh. yeah, I got signatures on it, and it's it is it it's so nice. It's got yeah, all kinds cool of too. stuff in it, and totally different from anybody else. And and, and, and that's awesome. You know, there, there aren't any even pictures of it. You'd have to go all the way around to see it. It's totally different all the way around. And he totally sponsored me with "Here's Your Stuff." It was well, it's like yeah, we're a community, and you're going across the pond. You know, back when there wasn't that many Isle of Man racers here in America. You know, over time we we did look into there's you know there's over time we've had a lot of people go out there. Uh, interesting, and uh, 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 that's great. You know, but uh, San Francisco yep. for hair was a hub. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, you know, starting out there, there's uh, Mr. Roper back in the East Coast, but it really was kind of a, uh, well, a here yeah, effort. Yeah, you know? we, yeah, I want to say we had a, a slightly bigger spark or whatever. Um, I was, my dad did it, and then Chris Crew did it. And then after Chris Crew, I kind of, so the, they picked somebody else. They picked Tom Montano, and yeah. anyhow, he was going there. He got the help and the and everything, blah blah blah, and 
I figured it was the only chance I got to actually pull it off. And I got accepted and everything, and it's like, I'm going to. Yeah, and you know, uh, yourself, you made it. And then since then, a couple other folks. And then a bunch we, of people we, tried we out after of that. Kids, but down south, we had, the, I believe, a Jeremy Toy and, and a, a Mark Miller, I believe. So, you know, yeah. uh, down south had their contingency as well. Uh, very fast boys, uh, you know, um, yeah, had had nice cash but uh you know it's it's great you know and that 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 young kid that I, I was with you when we were doing the uh the mile on the dtr1 and he was sitting next to us and you mentioned that he actually went to the manx and uh, i wish i would have known i was like hey but he was busy racing his own race too we got to get him on the show got to got to find out where he's at you know i think he said he lives in san jose you know remember yeah. that guy uh, yeah yeah but anyways yeah. If he was out there, yeah, that's what I said. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's um, um, yeah. We go, we'll find out exactly. Get some more guys out here. So, anyways, we're gonna take a small break, and then uh, boy, it's seven thirty already, and it's supposed to be the longest night, uh, light night, or whatever, in a big ass moon. But it sure does look bright out there. Interestingly enough. All right, guys, enjoy some more fix, and uh, we shall take a little bit of break, and uh, be right back. You're at Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio, by the way. Yar.
Yeah, you are. Welcome back to Racers Alley. Just talking to Booth Wade about uh, the track guy who actually, uh, he takes pictures. And I got to get his name as well because it was really neat. I got on the Intimer webs. Uh, Barbara, Barbara had put out a little thingy on the Facebook book about uh, uh, pictures are out for the first round. And uh, it is really great. So you can always get on the AFM website and uh, uh, ch- check out uh, whoever does uh, photography. Boy, great website. And uh, he has them by the year. He has them uh, so you can buy them individually in a card or four by uh, six, I think, or something like a picture, as well as getting a thingy, I guess, which downloadable. I got to look into my PR person to think, uh, see if that's what I want. You know, I mean, I'm a picture guy, but if uh, if my, my friend who knows computers, she's uh, she knows uh, she might want to get the PDF thingies. I don't know what to do with those. So, uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, really neat yeah. pictures. So I was able to see myself go through some laps. I didn't look as bad as I thought. And uh, the guy behind me was uh, there. And then we got a fast guy going by me, right? And then the guy behind me disappears. And I go, oh, no, he didn't crash, right? But the guys, the photographer is so cool. What happened was the guy behind me disappeared behind the guy, the fast guy in front of going fast guy passing me up the hill. And um, what happened to him? It was such a perfect shot. The guy behind him disappeared, right? However, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, and upon investigation, it, it, the shadow in the picture is actually the racer behind him that's been with me the whole time. And the guy passing me is the guy passing me. It's just a neat shot, I got to say. It's like, yeah, really cool guy. Uh, good, nice shots. You know, cool. It's always nice to have a good photographer, right? Yep, everybody enjoys them. There's usually a photographer every track, whatever you're doing, whatever, same thing, whatever sport. And that's right. You can in, in get your picture, whatever, and enjoy that and everything. But also, like in, we're doing the sidecars, sometimes we end up, you, you look through all of them, and you can actually see differences once you're into it, see the differences of what people are doing, what you think is right is wrong, and, and all that stuff. You can if you study them. If you look at all of them. Yeah. You know, it's like look watching even even better if you watch a video of everybody and you see how everybody takes that corner or the jump or whatever and figure out what you think you want to do. What this is the guy I want to do something like him, same kind of thing or you Learning. know. Learning, yeah. Or uh, oh, here, here I come around and it's like oh, I'm doing something totally fucking different that doesn't work. <laughs> you yeah. Know, or anything. You know, it's anyhow. It's another way of, of putting it all together. A lot of people actually go, "Oh, want, want, want." Right. I don't like NASCAR. NASCAR, anything. It's another whole form of. They got killer drafting stuff and techniques and stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure. Even, even if you're on a motorcycle, it's down. Sometimes it's down to drafting. Everybody has something to to show and and something to learn from it. Exactly, and uh, you could watch, and uh, yeah, like I said, I used to look at my pictures and like uh, uh, evaluate. But more so, what I got from the pictures was the nature of the track, so I can make notes of it on my sketches. You know the angles and the areas, and you know uh, right now, uh, you know my issue uh, this weekend. Not to mention, uh, you know, just uh, keeping an eye on how the bike was performing. It was more or less. I mean, uh, boy, I, w- I was a newbie. I deserved that yellow sticker and uh, the yellow plate. You know, I was trying to find all my uh, brake markers and such, as well as trying to find the uh, power band on the bike and trying to keep everything together. That wise, uh, everything was new. Everything was breaking in, and I love that because once those brake rotors and those brake disc caught on ah the brake pads 
I was all of a sudden starting to lean, you know, trail brake and stuff. You could feel the bike actually kick in because everything was so new. Suspension and everything. It needed to sort itself out as well, you know, get warmed up, do springs. Everything, everything has been re- redone, you know. So the bike was learning itself, you know, and started to get together, you know. I, I got some pretty fast slow laps out there, you know. So uh, it was neat. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, yeah, next time be even better. But uh, learning, learning uh, you know, you just got to put the dots together connect the dots and everything and like i said i mean everyone was great out there uh i didn't really get yelled at which is great and uh it was, it was a pleasure just being out there seeing everyone and whole organization is a, a really fun time <laughs> so yeah. wait i hope i hope to see you out there uh uh next next uh next month maybe i hope so um, yeah we'll see you i'll find out more this weekend yeah, get to get out there on the BFR 400, and hopefully we'll be able to see our friend Sergio. Hopefully he'll be on here uh, before the races, and uh, Chucky out there as well. I'm missing him out there on the Kalex, but I didn't go out there Sunday. We'll have to get an interview, and that's another thing. Uh, when I get out there, uh, just got to get myself sorted, uh, and uh, soon I'll be able to go out there and have a microphone or something, and uh, go by the pits and talk to you guys. Like I said, we're Racers Alley, and what we're going to do is uh, we're going to talk to you guys. We want to have you in here on our show want to want to know about your program what brought you to racing and you know how how did you get here and how many bikes you had would you like anything like that you know we love to hear people's stories and uh nothing like uh you know thanking your sponsors and having them hear your story as well you know we we have a a bunch of good listeners here nowadays from what i hear and uh, just pass the word on uh, racers alley and uh we'd love to have you here you know and uh, we're on a facebook book right now but i, I got to figure out how to get a bigger presence and i'll i'll talk to them yeah. Uh, Ronnie uh, Atomica Media. She's a uh, she's the one who does who's done my media forever, and uh, she's making us our flyers. So uh, I'll talk to her, figure out what the best way to go about uh, getting our word out, and then find a computer person and uh, maybe Milk Crate Brian. He's also a sponsor yeah, of ours. He helps we, us out we, with the truck actually to yeah, go racing. We don't actually have a secretary or anything. There's just <laughs> two of us. We're just volunteers. Yeah, but uh, we especially don't know how to uh, actually have a, a website or anything like that. So we're going to work on a way so you guys can get a hold of us on a computer world somehow. It's that out there. But uh, Facebook books the other way right now. And like I said, you can yeah. always call us at 415-550-0511. Yeah. Whenever we're on from 6 to 8. And uh, next AFM Racers, uh, you can find us out there. I'm uh, going to be out there. And hopefully Wade will be out there. And uh, Hopefully. Yeah. If not, I'll be at the Willow Springs Which is Armor Race. Are. One way or another with two wheels and hopefully three wheels. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when's the armor race, Wade? The, the third weekend, second? We'll have to find out because uh, if I can, I'd love to be out there. Uh, boy, just got to yeah. find a bike. It's, yeah, it's armor. They're here actually now just two times on the West Coast, not three. They We're doing Sonoma, but um, not now. Um, but anyhow, uh, Willow Springs, they also have a swap meet. It's a big vintage event. It's it people out of LA and whatever bring stuff out and and no telling what you'll find. If uh-huh. you're if you're into you anything, are. you may find it. You'll find somebody to talk to if nothing else. Along with the racing program. Nice. So, well, you know, Willow Springs is a beautiful place. You know, it's like a, you know, as far as tracks go, it's a wide open track. 
you know and yep. it's always been a neat 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 area and uh yeah i, I really uh, i would really like to go out there again it's uh they don't uh, the wsmc i i believe disbanded which which really yeah. is sad because they used to i ran with them when i was younger and uh they ran 12 months out of the year and that's where those boys jeremy toy and mark miller you know that's where they you know that's where they you know uh raced and uh, like i said you know went on to the aisle as well so i mean that track is nothing to shake a stick at it's the fastest track in the west back in the day that's what they know. call it fastest yeah, track in the west track in the west i mean yeah. i could tell it's you a, stories being out it's there. a horsepower <laughs> track yeah for sure just a couple of points otherwise yeah not great you know yeah. you're just flying you know <laughs> anyways wade we gotta get on the hell out of here and uh thank you listeners for uh joining us here at racers alley at mutiny radio on thursdays and uh we'll be here next week and uh i believe uh, we're gonna have guest james sidall from super plush suspension uh he oh, was cool. held up this week uh taking care of his child and uh we said no problem dude and uh next week come on in and uh so we'll have james he owns super plush suspension and uh that's one of the things that we really didn't talk about this uh this uh day and I, I guess that was for a reason um, there's a lot of things going on right now with uh, getting your bike back together and a huge one is getting suspension and uh, uh, he just did they actually he was the one who actually uh, fixed my ZX6R uh, the one you gave me Wade uh, sponsored me with actually Mr. Uh, Frank cool. Crane sponsored um, so yeah so we'll talk there about that next week my sidecar yeah. too yeah okay yeah. didn't know that yeah. so yeah we'll have him in and we'll talk about uh, well all things suspension which will be a very enlightening show it's uh that'll be great so uh join us next week and uh thank you for uh, enjoying racist alley cheers yar <laughs> oh you know what i saw i recently i actually my mom died when i was really young uh i was like three and so I, I didn't really remember what she looks like and i recently saw a picture of her for like the first time in a really long time i was like damn I'm really hot for what I was given to work with. Because uh, she looked like a goblin. Uh -huh. Just a big old uggo. Uh, but I, you know, I'm a solid, solid hottie. Okay, I'm done. Uh -huh. Yay, Arjun! You get to stay up there, stay up there! No, 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 it's okay. We have time. Uh, so, we definitely have time. So first of all, uh, what you were, the technical term is suicidal ideation. Ugh. And it's pronounced weird. It's not idealization, but it's suicidal ideation. And it's thinking about suicide because you want to have it turn out in this sort of idealized way that you... I feel like you can call back to narcissism a bunch of times at the end with all of those jokes where you're like, I'm better looking and my mom's a troll. <laughs> that I'm a narcissist. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a lot. And I applaud you for doing more personal stuff. Um, you always, you said you always ate at Denny's and I don't get it cause it's good. Cause it makes you feel full. I don't understand why the Denny's line is, I don't understand what Denny's is to you. I need like a qualifier there. No. Is no, it because it's two, three or $4 and you well, can eat or I guess the idea is that it's like a mediocre restaurant. Yeah. And so when you eat there, you feel like, like just very fine. You know, you, you know what I You go to Denny's, it's just like, oh, okay. And then you leave. So it, but oh, right. So I didn't understand how that had to do with happiness. Cause I was like, and then you said cocaine buys. And I was like, what? And then I was like, well, maybe when you buy the cocaine, you do it in the bathroom at Denny's. Maybe that's why Denny's can be fun. I was just confused. I didn't know what was going on there. Uh, oh. But then also the skateboarder joke was great about, oh, all right. that was very funny. 
Yeah. I was going to say, um, oh, I have a couple, I have a couple notes. Uh, one, <laughs> have you, you know how some people will have like a catchphrase? I oh, think yeah. you should just like <laughs> once, probably every two or three minutes in your set. Well, if you're doing an hour, like once every two or three minutes, uh, you just say, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> just like that. I feel like all my jokes essentially say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that's the theme of there my personality. Yeah, but the, um, but the, uh, the reason that gym joke didn't work is it had the same structure as the bullying joke and so there ah. wasn't a misdirect there um i fucking love the bipolar joke that first one was so goddamn good did you just write that or have you been working i wrote that on monday that shit's i got my diagnosis on monday there we go but no that shit's it's fucking hilarious but um like on a serious note though like um don't do a serious note in front of everyone well no it's it's like it's fine. We've you weren't here earlier. We had some okay. serious notes. Um, but you don't. You honestly don't need any one joke to be deeply unlikable. Okay? Oh, that's like, so sweet. Yeah. that is. Oh. Uh, it's you oh, just you have it. You were gonna say something about like oh. It was, okay, <laughs> no, it's fucking like, serious. But it was like, great. It's no, not. It's chill, fun. dog. Okay. I just want to say, Arjun, like, I've seen you do comedy for a long time, but I just want to let you know, I actually really enjoy your stage presence now. Oh. Oh, now. Hell yeah. Ah! Hey, I, who says you practice? Used to be you worked, you worked your way fucking into it, man. You used to be nervousy and kind of shit, and you look yeah. so much more relaxed. Like, you don't give two fucks about what any of these dickheads have to say to you, and what about that you? That is not accurate. I all it's val what I value all of your opinions No, 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 no. It's oh. what you, I'm saying it's what you look like. It's not what you might feel like, okay. but you certainly have the uh, the swagger for for uh, like a for professional a much comedian. More attractive Indian. And I think no, it's I'm really kidding. good. You're really good looking. You're really good looking. I know he hates everything I have to say, but I just want you to know that I think it's pretty. I think you look very cool. Like after all these fucking like I've seen you for like three fucking years, man. Is, yeah, like you look great. cool now, man. Oh. Yeah. Like it. Like it's awesome. So I just want to let you know, man. Like that's it. Fuck off, laugher. <laughs> I'm very new to comedy, and uh, oh. this is my third day. And I really respect the way you express yourself and be brave and like. Haha, <laughs> brave. Uh, That's right. Does it say like? Doesn't need to be funny if I'm brave. Here we go. <laughs> every every joke has the part of the truth. Me, like, uh, I I'm a religious. I'm a Muslim. And I find it like really brave to express those like you know mentals my issues mm -hmm. and just reveal myself, open myself, be more open. I really respect that man. Like you're awesome. I just, I just respect oh, that okay. man. Thank well, you. Thanks. That actually means a lot. Thanks. Yay! Clap your hands together. Respect him with your clapter. Everybody, Arjun, Banerjee. Like oh wait, silent. it's Cassandra. What? Wait, Cass has something to say. I'm sorry, Cass has something to say. I just had one more one more comment. The awkward silence when you're talking about judging people at the the gym. I kind of actually liked it and it would kind of be good if you like then judged people in the yeah. audience mm, yeah. Asshole. okay yeah you are an asshole. yeah you have a flat butt your left boob is bigger than your right everybody Arjun Banerjee I would love it if someone was like your left boob is bigger than your right like that is the weirdest <laughs> neg I think you could ever hear uh, your last comedian of the night he didn't sign up but he's the guy who was just talking who's super new I don't know his name but we know he's a Muslim clap your hands wildly for this guy Hi, um, my name is Ali and I'm from Kazakhstan. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is my third day. I actually decided that the being comedian is my dream. Yeah. 
It's all started when I decided to go back to religion and change myself, change my bad habits, and instead gaining good habits. It's what, it was very, you know, it was very, very hard. Um, I came to school, and my teacher says, Ali, there's something changed in you. And I said, I quit smoking. She says, no, there is something more. I said, I quit eating chocolate. And she says, no, there is something more deep inside you changed. And I said, I got back to being religious. I'm a Muslim. And she says, why? Why? You were so much fun before. Like, I, I, I loved you being yourself. But now you have these frames kind of thing. You're trying to look like a prophet. You're like kind of trying to be this pure, innocent thing. You were poor. I like the way you were. You know, I have a Meisner teacher in Academy of Art University. I'm about to graduate my MFA program. Thank you. And um, last, last year, my Meisner teacher told me, when you come to God, God won't tell you. You know, why weren't you Moses? He never tells that. He will tell you, why weren't you Ali? <laughs> and, you know, um, I had this like seven posts for the last 18 hours. So the, the, the previews of the fourth post was something like that. I came back to the faith, faith and I started to change myself. And I found out my true self in comedy. Right. And uh, I just want to say, um, you know, like how it feels like when you start to change and you're walking on the street. It feels like the whole city changed, <laughs> right? Feels like your worldview matches with everyone's worldview. Whenever you smile, everyone's smiling. Whenever you're happy, feels like everyone is ready to shake your hand about the thing someone said about the secret, right? Well, there is a lot of opinions, but mine, <laughs> mine. <laughs> My opinion is that, okay, this microphone going down, down, down. Okay, I'm going up. All right. All right. So, um, the secret is, we might think that at the end, we will face ourselves in the mirror. But I would say, we would face the things we've done. I mean, don't we... <laughs> Uh, I feel like I don't know answer, you know, someone said like, I know that I don't know anything. So I would say just keep up in the comedy and love yourself. Um, don't, don't read books. No, it's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't read books and I love conversations. I love comedy. Guys, keep up. You, you are great. Just know that. And you know, sometimes you can take the water in the glass, say five good words, drink it. Just believe it. The good things happen after you say it's good. Thank you. Yay! Ali! Good things happen when you say they do. Yay! Thank you for your money. Yay! Thank you. Uh, so we're going to stay up there. We give you comments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We give you comments. Hey, I think it's really